take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. We haven't spoke in a week and we're, you know, you're just getting off of work. I'm just getting off of work. Your, your, your kitty is happy to see you and is sitting on your back. This is probably the most chill start to an episode ever. <laughs> Normally, we come in swinging like, "What are you talking about right now?" And I it's, know, it's I think we're we're both transitioning out of work mode. But I, I guess, think so. I, I think what'll change this uh, is talking about Terminator Two, the arcade game. Oh, since we're both chill, nothing like grabbing an actual gun and just. Go into town, rapid firing machine guns at at T eight hundreds and blowing right. up machines. So we may be yes. chill, but I think as we get into the explosions and the guns of it all, we're going to be a okay today. I think you just opened the episode, my friend. Very well done. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of so a lot of times we edit it so you don't get the first word. Well, yeah, I made I, that I, abundantly clear. <laughs> previously so i i think it's um yeah the alternate take i would have said would have been very similar to what you just said is like you have a long day of work you come home you want to get out of work mode you got to kick things in high gear imagine having the terminator 2 the arcade game in your home to just pick up whatever you want and start shooting effing terminators i i, I always wanted that and it was sad that they never did i mean unless you went and bought the big original like those machines, those arcade games Thousands are like ten thousand. They, they, they're like five, ten thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, if I was insane, I would maybe go do that and get that. But I'm not insane. I'm in no way financially in a place to be that insane. But uh, I always wanted it because they never. Oh, but they never had it. Chad, what? Chad, you've got you. I've got good news for you. They are releasing the arcade one-up version. Seven hundred bucks. For the arcade one-up version, the slightly smaller, you know, the three-quarter size. Uh, I bought NBA Jam, dude. Really? You got to buy the Terminator one. Wait, they're, they're really releasing this thing? Yeah, it comes out uh, in February. My God, I must be living under a rock. I didn't know who was nominated. I, I didn't know Dune was <laughs> nominated. I don't know the T2 arcade game is, is, is now actually coming out for consumer yes. use. In home? By the time this episode drops, it will already have been out. And ah. when did so they announce you, this? How do I not hear? How does information travel to other people faster than me? Because I regularly go to arcade1up.com to look for new <laughs> cabinets. And I saw this. I've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for the Simpsons. You know, the the. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one came out. I bought the NBA Jam one. I have a Final Fight and Street Fighter one. But but T2, the arcade game, is one that's like a must-have. 
Well, it's legendary. I mean, it is it is absolutely if if you were born circa 1980, you know, to 84, 85. So you and 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 you hit the arcades when you were then in your early like 10, 11, 12 that you played this game. There was no way you yeah. didn't play this game. I mean, it was it was incredible. So incredible and it was uh, it actually supplanted Street Fighter 2 for a couple weeks, uh, for a month. Wow. Uh, because Street Fighter was a huge thing at the time. Yeah, totally. And, and, and was the biggest fighting game until Mortal Kombat came out. And so this actually knocked off uh, Street Fighter for like a month and had a really <laughs> great first quarter. Because it was, it was awesome. I mean, it came out in 91. Right around the same time as the movie. And what was the best part about it was that it used the likenesses and voices of the actors. Yep. It had Arnold saying, I I wrote it down. Excellent. Nice shot. Hasta la vista, baby. No problemo. Let's go. And when you die, terminated. <laughs> With Arnold's actual voice, Did it man. really? I, I, see, I forgot that. Originally, it was just called Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It did not have the arcade game in its title when it was in arcades. Um, that came later. It became added when they released it to home consoles because there were already so many. There's already another Terminator 2 Judgment Day platformer style. Sure. You know, punch him. Okay, that makes sense because I had the I had the T two the arcade game uh, for for my Game Boy, and so <laughs> that's that's. Right. <laughs> I love how you're laughing. How was that, Mister Mister Sega over there? What what you have? You, you I had, had I had, so I had it on SNES, and I had the light gun. Do you remember the Super Scope? It was called the NES, SNES Super Scope. Yes. And I bought it specifically just for this game because I got to have the Terminator. And it was the gun. Like, it was not a machine gun. It was like a rifle like this. It was like a slightly better duck hunt gun. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was was not fun. But I got to play it at home, which was... Because this was an awesome game. I mean, this was... This was... We dropped so many quarters or tokens at a place called Aladdin's Castle... And Family Fun Center. Anywhere this game was, we played it. And we played... It was always that that moment where we're like, do we spend all of our money on this one game or do you want to go try some other ones? It was a conundrum. I don't know if it was a conundrum for me. I think it was more of a conundrum for the people in my circle because I would have sat there and played that game over and over and over and over and over again. I absolutely loved it because unlike what we grew up with, with Duck Hunt and the little... The little, you know, sh- you know, six, sh- you know, the one one shooter that you had for, you know, regular Nintendo. Uh, this was a machine gun. You got to wrap your arms around a machine gun and yes. literally rapid fire. I mean, epic. it had kickback too, and it, it had it yeah gave you feedback, and the sound felt good, and it vibrated like you felt the bullets. And it had the yes. little button on the side where you could launch grenades out of it or yeah. missiles out of it. And 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 as you shot, it like the rate of fire went down until you 
you never ran out of bullets, but like you were, your weapon would overheat until you got yeah. a, a, to speed it back up. And it had such a satisfying, like just feel to the gun totally. to this day. I, I mean, there's some great shooters out there. Uh, but that, but Narc that's top. Like that, that's up there as Area one of 51. the best. This one was definitely one of the best. I mean, and it was Terminator, and it was came out at that time that we were obsessed with Terminator and going yeah. to arcades. It was a conundrum. Like, do I spend the ten dollars my parents gave me all on this one game? And to this day, I have never beat it. Did you oh, ever beat it? No, not even close. But while <laughs> we're talking about this conundrum, I think yes. now might might be time to admit. Um, one of my dark secrets about the arcade. I think the reason why I loved playing Terminator 2 and and doing the gun thing was because, believe it or not, I am not good at the multi-button joystick game. I never figured out how Mm. to play Mortal Kombat that well. I I could play it great on a console. Right, but in the arcade, the five buttons. I it's never hard. got used to the five buttons. It's not only hard; yeah. it never made sense to me. Maybe my parents didn't give me enough. Maybe my mom. I'll blame her specifically. Maybe yeah. my mom didn't give me enough money to spend enough time learning it. But I could never get it. I was the kid that when somebody else was like, put their quarter up, like I got next game. I was it, I was like Adam Sandler in the in the baseball sketch going, oh God, not to me, not to me. If I saw somebody I didn't know put a quarter, I was like, oh God, no. Because I knew I was going to get my ass kicked in the video yes. game because yes. I never figured it out to this That's day. Funny. Even when I was over at your house, I didn't want to admit it. But when you were like, hey, let's play a little bit, I got a little weirded out. I still played, yeah. of course, but like, yeah. I got nervous, internally nervous, because I suck that bad at the actual arcade button joystick games. Thank you for coming clean with that, Chad. That 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 took a lot of courage, and I I applaud you for for letting that out of the bag. It, it was, it, you know, and it was it was it was Street Fighter. Street Fighter Two is what introduced all those buttons. They had six, three punches. Three kicks, and 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 that's you you, all buttons? you all you had back in the day was like double dragon, which was jump, punch, jump, punch, final fight, jump, punch. But now you suddenly have six. And Mortal Kombat put you know two kicks, two punches, and then the block button right in the middle of that. So it was like <laughs> so insanely, if you missed it, you were still kicking and doing punching. Insanely difficult to to do that. And, and yeah, no, I I mean the 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 console versions are much better. Yeah. But you know what was not better on the console versions and certainly couldn't be on a Game Boy would be this game, Terminator 2 the arcade no. game. Because you got to move, you got to use the little directional button to get the thing up to where it's supposed to be. And the whole point of shooting it is, oh, it's up in that corner. Oh, it's down there. Reload. You know, don't shoot that person. Whereas if you're doing it at home, you got the stupid, unless you have the super scope, you got to like use the controller and that sucks for this type of game. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long, it's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. 
Relive History with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Previously on Chat of the Wild. But what we have to do is there are these seeds in these little holes that we have to put specific water on Mm -hmm. to make them grow up. And we get the Mario uh, sound effect for the vines going up yes. like it's what what exactly is the sound effect for Mario that they use <laughs> Can you guys just do that simultaneously again <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Chat of the Wild breaking down Zelda and Zelda like games one dungeon at a time Wednesdays on the HyperX podcast network It's time to tap in with the HyperX Quadcast S microphone The stunning HyperX Quadcast S features dynamic, customizable RGB lighting, a convenient tap-to-mute sensor, and four selectable polar patterns, so it can broadcast crystal clear audio whether you're gaming, streaming, podcasting, or impressing your remote colleagues and classmates. So what are you waiting for? Join the Quad Squad and tap in today with the HyperX Quadcast S microphone. I love when the the Terminators pop up. I love when they pop up right in front of you. You know, you're going along shooting and you're shooting stuff in the distance and stuff coming at you. And then suddenly they just pop up and start shooting at you or whatever. And in the first level, they're they're the endoskeletons. They don't have their flesh on them. Yeah. The second level, you're in the hideout and they got their flesh on them. So you got Arnold popping up with the glasses right in your face and you got to shoot him a bunch of times and then their flesh blows off. And then you see a little bit of the metal underneath them, and then they explode. <laughs> yeah, I always love the games that that where they're a shooting game, where suddenly something randomly pops up at you, really close. Yeah, it's freaky. I mean, it's scary because you're like in it. It is. Bam! Ah. And then you got to take that thing out because it's going to do damage. But then there's all the other stuff still shooting at you. But I mean, this was this was these were great pop ups as far as as far as like a shooter arcade shooter goes. I mean, the T-800, we've already talked about the, the best design of, like, any movie kind of monster villain, really. Totally. And then you got Arnold doing it. It's just I, I it's just those little gameplay mechanics. Don't shoot the humans. <laughs> Do shoot the Terminators. Do shoot the it. human Terminators with their skin <laughs> on. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Okay, the mission, mission one was the battlefield, and you get to see the future war stuff from the movies... Where they're always flashing forward to the visions and the dream world of the hunter seekers and the plasma cannons and yeah, and I just I I just I just love that stuff, dude. I I geek out on that, and then you actually get to play in it in this future dystopia. I've been using that word a lot lately. Dystopia. Yeah. Is that because you feel like the you know are in, we're all headed in, into a weird, yes. crazy dystopian like the dystopian future is now. Like exactly, it may not it, it may not look like the machines are in power, and you know it's not the guns and the shooting, but it kind of today's world kind of feels like the machines have taken over our brains, and we're like headed towards this crazy dystopian future. Level three was the pickup truck, okay. and that was awesome. The escort mission where you've got to protect the pickup truck. That John Connor is driving. Somebody's on the back using a. A machine gun and a hunter seeker yeah. that's trying to take you out, and it's like the it starts blowing up on you. It starts taking damage, and then it's on fire. And you can actually redo that level. Like it's not like straight up game over, but you have to put in another quarter token, and then you're back to the very beginning of the level. 
and I definitely remember level three being a tough one to get past. Yeah, because uh, and the and the thing is, you need to save the truck. And I remember every time, I felt really let down every time I lost in that level, and the truck yeah. blew up, and and Sarah and John died. It was kind of like no, yeah. like I I always felt really bad, like. I can't let that happen, but it was a hard level because the stuff's flying at you. And I mean, it was intense, right? If I remember correctly. I'm, very intense. And, I, and I'm and i pretty sure your your weapons could damage the truck too. So that would yes, be very precise. And so, yeah, you'd feel extra bad if you like accidentally used your rocket launcher on the truck. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a, that was definitely one of the ones where it was like, that level is one of the first hurdles where you're like, do you want to keep playing or do you want to go over and play NBA Jam? You know, like, we've, we've only got so much time at the arcade. We've only got so much money. Do you want to keep doing this level where we keep having to restart? It's like, oh, man. It was, it was definitely a, a quarter uh, sink. That's hilarious. I made it to the next level, which is you go to Cyberdyne and you have to destroy everything in Cyberdyne. And and uh, and shoot the file cabinets and computers laying around. And this is where John Connor and Eddie Fur- Eddie Furlong and Linda Hamilton are running along, and she's like putting down weapons for you. And if you hit her, she does that. Oh no! Uh, no! You know, like just like the other yeah. main characters. But this is the part that I thought was really interesting. I never cleared this level. I never, this is, this is what I never got past this even on my home console. Yeah. If all the equipment is destroyed during the stage, the player earns a large bonus and will receive the better of the two possible endings in the game. So this apparently has two different endings to it and you have to shoot everything in this level. And there's a lot of shit in this level and it's a side scroller so you miss one thing and you don't get the best ending that's insane to me i i never knew that guy i clearly i never got that far because like i was just gonna ask you how many levels are there so is there literally that few levels well that that is level five right there so then there's two more there's two more after that and it follows it follows so you have to shoot everything in the in cyberdyne Mm -hmm. and then there's still two levels one of those is an alternate whether you get everything or not is that it it's it's a different it's it's a ending not not levels the levels aren't affected but i guess the the ending oh, the is ending affected. okay so huh. and speaking of speaking of endings i love how the the gallows humor of it if if you die it says terminated and it says um something like you have failed. The machines have, you know, now rule the earth. Or it's like it really rubs you in. It really motivates you to keep going because you're like, yeah. like you said, I failed. And especially makes it worse. Like if you blew up the truck or you accidentally shot John Connor, which I've done, which I did plenty of times. I was the reason why why the human race was destroyed. <laughs> Way to go, Chad. I I did my best. And then the final level is at the liquid metal facility and you fight Robert Patrick as the T 1000 on a one-on-one, you know, kind of uh, facing thing. Yeah. And it's insane. It's an insane fight. And if you kill him, he blows up and does the little sideways. Does he really sound effect? Oh my God. And then fall in. And, and it's pretty amazing. The, I, the, the ending is very underwhelming. It's like you have won. <laughs> well, which ending? 
It, I, oh, that must have been the bad ending is what I'm guessing. I, I don't know if I saw the good ending. You're right. There's I mean, I, I, we, to need to, we should have been more prepared for this episode. They must have there, missed something on the Cyberdyne Other than just you win as he's going <laughs> all <laughs> blown <laughs> apart. <laughs> you <laughs> win. What? No. I mean, the, <laughs> the failure screens are more interesting than the you saved the world. God. Yay. I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what this is. As we wrap it up. <laughs> is that your new thing? Your new thing is to every episode, bring it down a notch and say, as we wrap what have this we, up. What have we learned today? What have, what, what have we learned much. today? <laughs> I want to know well, if anybody learned actually game... learned anything today. Other than well, I was afraid of endings. six buttons. <laughs> You have you're afraid of six buttons. You, it's got two endings, one of which I don't think we've seen. Um, go ahead and listen to Adam's closing argument for that. I'll I'll look into that. Bonus content. But Chad, I just wanted to. I mean, I mean, I just wanted to take a minute to reminisce about walking into a place like Aladdin's Castle. Let's do it. Or Family Fun Center, with a sack full of quarters. <laughs> Maybe for somebody's birthday party. I mean, that was really the only reason you ever went there. I can't, I don't really remember my parents ever being like, maybe occasionally you can go spend a couple bucks while we're at the mall. Yeah. I mean, but it was was always like a party. Always, 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 always. It was a birthday party. Or if you were lucky enough that you were there with your parents and they wanted to go do some other shopping and you had like, you had like 15 minutes where you're like, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you went to the arcade that was it otherwise it was always a party the sounds the sights the flashing lights just the endless uh amounts of everything from uh ski ball like ringing you know the pinball machines uh, the fighting the punching the shooting the race car sounds the uh the, the rack the wall of of toys that you could win. I was never like really into ticket games. I played skee ball a little bit. I played basketball a little bit, but yeah. you know, some people would spend all of their quarters or tokens on those things to yeah. try to win, win something. Um, I was always more of a T2 guy. Same. Turtles guy, Mortal Kombat guy. Yep. Simpsons arcade, X-Men, um, Afterburner, these were these were this was our childhood, Chad, and I and I and I feel it's unfortunate that kids don't get that experience as much. Like, yes, it is awesome to have a home console where you've got all these amazing games and, and with great graphics at our home on our big screens with surround sound. But just going into a Dave and Buster's is not the same. That's like it's like gambling for kids. It's like putting, <laughs> yeah. You go into it's a like, you go into a Dave and Buster's and you're hearing like you would at the casino. It's like the kids it's a casino. casino. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes, and 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 it just doesn't. I I I I wish people could experience that more. I I wish the the youth of today could experience that more. And and fans of the show, hopefully, when I'm talking right now, when we're talking, will be able to look back on so-and-so's 12th birthday 
so-and-so's 13th birthday at Aladdin's castle and all the fun to be had by all. And the shooting Terminator side by side with your best friend and a movie that we weren't allowed to watch yeah, right. legitimately. <laughs> and, and uh, I just, I just love it. It gets me right in the feels. Same, same. And all I can say, cause I'm not going to, cause I, I sh- Exactly. You couldn't. I couldn't have said it better as I stumble through what I'm going to clearly say next. But I would say this. Thankfully, so many places around the U.S. have uh, uh, places like, you know, uh, like Beercade in in Benson. There's places all over the country that have retro games and all that. And all I can do is say to all the parents listening to this that because we are of the age where people are starting to have children that are, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, and older. Take them to the arcade, the real arcade, not Dave and Buster's. Show them what it was like to grow up around arcade games because the real arcade games, because you can't, you can't replicate that at home. You can't replicate on, on even if you have an old console. Even if you have the the you know the the Nintendo that has all of the old NES and SNES games, it's still not the same. But you, like grabbing a gun and shooting a T eight hundred, or playing The Simpsons and and using Bart's skateboard to to hit people across the face, or playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or any of the games that were out there, do that. You know, if you're looking for ideas, go to the old school arcade and just have fun because you'll be able to have just as much fun and your kids will be open to something totally new. <laughs>